The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Honest Art Podcast. I'm your host, Jody King. As an artist for 20 years, instructor, speaker, author, and fellow rebel, I've worked with thousands of people around the world, from beginners to established artists, helping them create their strongest art and build a career doing what they love. So if you are ready to have a little fun while you learn about art, creativity, building a thriving art business, and living a bold, audacious life, you are in the right place. Also, if you're considering going pro in your art business, grab the PDF in the show notes on the five things they don't teach you in art school. All right, let's get messy. Most people think that starting an art biz means they're going to be spending all their time painting, but that could not be further from the truth. In an episode I did a few weeks ago, which I'll link in the show notes for you, I believe it's episode 11. I talked about how much time I really spend painting versus working on the business side of things, which is about 60 to 70% of my time, depending on the week. Yep, you guessed it. The majority of my art business is spent on the biz. Now, I don't think a lot of artists are prepared for this. It can feel really disappointing when you thought you'd be spending your days mixing colors and throwing paint and expressing yourself, etc. So that's why in today's episode, I'm keeping it real and getting honest with you about the not so sexy side of the art business. As I said, most of the time is spent on the less than sexy side of things. So what do I mean by that? What does that entail? Well, it can entail a lot of things like keeping track of inventory, updating a website, writing emails, creating social media content, posting social media, and then engaging with my audience. It could include packing and shipping and ordering supplies. It can include applying to exhibitions and art fairs and shows. And really, the list can go on and on. Because as my business grew, and yours will too, so did the other responsibilities. So why am I telling you this? It's certainly not to scare you away, but it probably has already done that. No, I'm telling you because life always feels easier when we can manage our expectations. So how do we manage our expectations? We manage our expectations through knowledge. So as an example, what I mean is if I order something online and I found out that it clearly states that I'm going to get this product in a week to 10 days, then I won't be disappointed if I was hoping it was going to come the next day. I already know my expectation is it's not going to be here for a week to 10 days. If I know that for the first few years of having a baby that I'm going to likely be sleep deprived, 
then I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not going to feel so alone. Like I'm the only one in that situation. So this is the same thing when it comes to our art business. It's not unique to us um, as artists to have to really uh, understand what it takes um, to run a business. And it's like that for any job. Frankly, when I owned a wine bar, I loved getting to taste the latest wines that were being released. And I loved visiting the wineries for a few weeks every year and going to the wine country. Um, I loved just daily getting to meet the most interesting people and visit with them. But that same wine bar, I also had to clean the bathrooms every day. I also had to receive deliveries early in the mornings after being there late at night before. I had to deal with taxes, etc. So in the same way, if I can help you as an artist manage your expectations by sharing with you the reality of running an art business, then you are more likely to stick with it and make your dreams a reality. So... If you're thinking about doing that, about really following your dream and being a full-time artist, there are two things generally that you need to be ready for, the physical game and the mental game. All right, let's start with the physical game. What do I mean by that? That just means the doing part. So there are lots of things that you will be doing, like marketing for instance. Okay. So you will need to be clear on how you will let people know about you and your art, right? And everybody wants to be a get in a gallery, or maybe I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of artists want to be in a gallery. But usually when we're fairly new, our work isn't quite ready for galleries. But you know what? That's not a problem. Galleries aren't the only place to sell our art, but we do need to be, to be prepared to figure out where that place is going to be for us. Is it going to be um, at uh, art fairs? Is it going to be at exhibitions? Regardless, marketing is going to be part of what we do in our art business. Another example of, of doing or the physical part of it is email. You know, you don't need to have a huge amount of people on an email list for it to be effective, but you do need to have an email list. Let's say you only start with 25 or you start with 50 or 100. Those are still great. I mean, imagine if you had 100 people show up to your house to look at your art because they just absolutely loved what you're doing. So an email list in the same way, hundred people is going to be amazing. 25 people is going to be amazing. And the thing is, it's a warm audience that already loves what you do. So email as much as you think, I don't want to do that. I've got enough emails in my inbox. I don't want to be sending people emails. You can do it in a way that doesn't feel spammy. Just think of it as a way of communicating with people what you're up to, uh, what's going on in your studio, uh, what you're loving to read um, that, that inspires you and your creativity. But email is going to be part of it. 
And then another example of doing is going to be social media. So regardless of how you feel about it, it's here to stay. And Instagram with having over 2 billion users a month and being free is really not going to be an option. Now, maybe for you, it's going to be Facebook. That's fine. I'm not telling you, you have to use Instagram, but being on social media is so, so important. In fact, Coca-Cola did a study years ago that showed that 80% of people will search for a brand on social media prior to purchasing that, that brand. And when I say brand, that's you, right? So let's say uh, you have acquaintances talking and one of them is building a house and they need a piece of art. And so another one says, oh, have you heard of this artist so-and-so? Normally what they're going to do is they are going to go straight to social media to look up so-and-so's artwork. So if you're not on social media, you don't really exist. Social media has to be part of your doing. And then another thing that is going to be important for what you're going to do physically is, you know, a website, or if you don't have a website, no problem. I always recommend Artwork Archive. It's a great place for you to place your art and for it to be a, um, have public access because 99.9% of the world will never see our art in person. And before you're like, wah, 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 <laughs> it's just the truth. But the good news is that people can still see your art, right? They can still see it online, but you have to have a presence, either website or artwork archive, right? Um, and so if you apply to art fairs, if you apply to exhibitions, or you simply want to show potential buyers your art, you're going to need a place to send them other than social media. And that's where a website or artwork archive comes in. But part of the doing is, you know, preparing that. So um, taking the photos of your work, uh, cropping those photos of your work, editing the colors to make sure they are accurate. Um, and then of course, loading them onto these platforms. All of that is going to take some doing, right? It's going to take time away from the painting and part of the business side of the business. Another thing you don't want to do is you don't want to just wait for opportunities to just land in your lap. You're going to want to create those opportunities. And that can be things like applying to exhibitions. It can be things like reaching out to local designers. It can be as simple as reaching out to gift stores or furniture stores, um, or even creating your own exhibition with uh, other artists. You're either by yourself or with other artists, either way. But all of this is part of the physical game of the, uh, of the art business. Now, we need to talk about the mental game. And in many cases, the mental game can be the hardest part of the whole thing. And that's why, no pun intended, I always talk to artists about being clear on your why. Knowing your why is going to make the mental game so much easier. But again, this takes time, right? So we don't usually find our why 
when we're painting. We usually find our why when we're taking time to really consider it, either through journaling or meditating or just going for walks, but really sitting with that and understanding why creating art is so important for us and what that does. So when you get clear on your why and you do that inner work, what it does is it it shores you up, right? But it not only shores you up, it helps with your own communication uh, to your collectors or to your buyers. And it helps you actually to become a magnet for those collectors who uh, really resonate with your why. Um, and I have so many different examples of this. Um, I, I know artists who, whose why is linked to their own need for connection. And so they share that information on social media and in their, their emails and their newsletters. They, they share about connection and what that means. And that's a through line of their communication. And so the collectors know what that's about. I have artists that um, love painting chairs, right? And when they get really clear about what that chair means, and just think of what chairs do. Chairs, they can be everything for uh, making sure there's a seat at the table for women. It could mean uh, chairs are where, you know, you have your family gatherings. Uh, Chairs could be where we wait to hear about the news of a loved one. But if we don't know why chairs are important, then we can't communicate that information to our collectors. So knowing our why helps so much with our mental game. It makes what we do easier and more powerful. And in the face of inevitable disappointments, because let's face it, being an artist, really any career is going to have its disappointments. But as an artist, it oftentimes feels, those disappointments can feel more personal. And so when you're clear on your why, it makes the mental game so much easier. It, it makes us pick ourselves up again and keep going because we know the work that we we're doing is so important. The other part of the mental game is imposter syndrome. You just have to be ready for it because the things that go through our minds, like, who am I to do this? You know, my art isn't as good as, you know, so-and-so's art. Um, I don't have enough training. I didn't go to art school. Uh, I don't have the knowledge that it takes to, you know, just name it. I I didn't have the knowledge to do anything, you know, create a website, start a podcast, uh, email, you know, all the things. And so um, imposter syndrome is real. And just when you feel like you've nailed it, like I know exactly what I'm doing and I'm really clear, then you want to go to that next level. And there's a saying, new levels, new devils. And that imposter syndrome will sneak in again and you'll think, Who the hell am I to do this? So winning at the mental game is part of your success as an artist. And then the other part of the mental game that's so prevalent is fear. And my biggest suggestion about dealing with fear or as self-doubt is to make friends with fear. Know it's going to be there. 
know the fear is going to show up and do it anyway. Because there are so many people, so many artists out there that are just as afraid as you are. And they have just decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. And, you know, if you think, well, I can't do this, you know, that's again, fear. You know, I need to get a, you know, a safe job. Well, if, you know, 2020, 21, 22, 23 shows us anything is there is no such thing as a safe job. Uncertainty in the financial markets or even global events can create risk no matter the profession. So um, embracing fear, making friends with fear and doing it anyway, um, it's just super important. So, and, and listen, there's um, there's a significant amount of uncertainty when it comes to running our own business. I And it's not specific to running an art business. I know this because I've run five-star restaurants. I've had my own interior design company. I've owned a wine bar. I've been the national marketing manager for one of the largest mortgage companies in the U.S., um, I have um, started and I've ran an organic clothing company and all of these have included risk. But I'll tell you one thing, I would rather be doing what I love and accepting those risks rather than putting my life in someone else's hands. So yeah, none of this is sexy. None of it is, right? But you know what is sexy? Knowing that I'm my own fucking boss, going to see my daughters for a long weekend without having to ask permission from anyone, watching collectors' eyes light up when they connect with my art, knowing that the end of the day or at the end of the week or even at the end of my life that I followed the calling in my spirit in my gut, that this, this is my purpose. This is what I meant to do. Knowing that I didn't quit, knowing that I didn't give in to fear, that, that is fucking sexy. So by now I may have convinced you that the artist's life isn't for you. It's just too scary or too hard and as I've told you, you know, scary and hard. Yeah, that's definitely real. That's, that's correct. Um, but I can tell you, I know for sure that it can be done, that, that you can have a successful career as an artist. Um, and that's what I'm on the planet to do is to help every artist have that freedom and have that flexibility and have the financial ability to live the life that they want. Uh, that's, this is the hill that I will die on. And after years and years of people emailing me, DMing me, just reaching out, asking if they could work with me um, on a more personal level, kind of on a more high touch level than what I was offering through my courses, I created a program called studio elite. And 
through Studio Elite, I have seen, I've just seen so many artists follow their passion and do what they love. And through the program, get to do it with a lot less fear, have a whole lot more fun. And it just makes the whole process of doing this thing called the art business so much easier. Now in Studio Elite, I keep it real with every single artist in the program. Uh, I do this by, we, we meet on a call once a week and every single artist gets coaching. It is in a community, which makes it even better because you feel less alone, but I will not get off that call until every single artist questions are answered. We also have monthly art critiques so that every artist can make their strongest art possible. Uh, also, all of the artists in my Studio Elite program get access to me uh, through an app that it's called Voxer. And many of you are familiar with Voxer, many are not, but it's awesome. It's a great way for, uh, for us to communicate. It's the only place that people get personal access to me um, during regular weekdays whenever they need help. And then what's so, so fun is we have our own private retreat in Austin where we meet in my home. Uh, we paint in my studio and uh, the artists get to work directly with my team of experts who I work with um, on social media, on email marketing and on PR, which is incredible because PR is how we, we really get ourselves out there and get ourselves seen within our communities and even nationally or internationally. So if you're wondering um, is Studio Elite right for me? That's what everybody wonders, just so you know. And most artists think I'm not ready. Um, maybe I just started. And uh, what I want to tell you is that some of the artists in Studio Elite just started painting within the last year, but they have a desire to fast track their business. And so others uh, have been in it much longer and uh, they've seen um, some success, but they're hoping for more. They're just really wanting to go hard and up-level their business, make more money. And um, I'm not sure what camp you're in or maybe somewhere in the middle, but um, I want you to know that the program is highly curated. So it's not actually based on um, even the quality of your art. It's based on the quality of your heart and your willingness to uh, work on yourself um, and your determination to work on your art business. It's based on your willingness to be open to new ideas and out-of-the-box thinking. And lastly, it's based on your willingness to um, receive and add in a group setting because the community is truly, truly one of the most important parts of, of the whole program. Uh, I only have the program twice a year. It is now open for applications and um, hope you sign up uh, before the deadline. So go to the link in the show notes to learn more and um, yeah, I'll link it down there for you. But even if Studio Elite, if you feel like, nope, I'm not ready for this high level, high touch program, even if it's not for you, 
please get support. Uh, please get into a community to where this is not such a scary thing for you between the, the physical game and the mental game. It can feel like a lot, but I believe in you and I know that you can do it. So until next time, take really good care of yourselves and each other. And for goodness sakes, keep painting because the world needs your magic. Thanks for listening. And just a heads up, applications are now open for the next cohort of my high touch mastermind experience for artists called Studio Elite. It's a six month program that begins in the middle of July. It's limited in size as I work closely with each artist because let's face it, every artist is unique. The program includes weekly group coaching, monthly training, one-on-one coaching, art critiques, and an incredible community of supportive artists. Plus, and this is the best part, an exclusive in-person retreat with me and my team to mastermind and grow your art biz. If you'd like to apply for the program or just to learn more, click the link in the show notes and I'd love to see you there.